Hello, everyone. Welcome to SpaceCast, the Space Concordia podcast. I'm Jeremiah Deneau, the head of outreach at Space Concordia, and I will be your host today. I am joined as well by my co-host, Andrew Holm. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all doing well this evening and are ready to be launched this week's theme-based podcast, which is uh, what, Jeremiah? Well, Andrew, this week we will be discussing the outreach division, its history, and its goals for the near future. Sounds good, man. Let's begin by discussing uh, what outreach has done within the past year. Yeah, so Outreach was founded back in 2015, and over its six years, it has had a rich history of bridging Space Concordia's connections with uh, outside schools and outside organizations, and communicating the message related to space and communicating the message about what our organization does to different communities and different groups of people, especially younger people, like kids, for example. I joined Outreach back in 2020, and I find that the 2020-2021 year, we managed to do a lot in outreach, and I found it was a very fruitful year. So, Jeremiah, what has the outreach division accomplished last year? Well, we accomplished a lot, but I can't go into you know every single detail because there's a lot to discuss. But there's four events and activities that we managed to accomplish last year that stand out to me. Um, for one thing, we've got the Girl Set Camp, which occurred last summer. It was a wonderful opportunity to teach young girls the ins and outs of designing with the SolidWorks apps for kids' software, enabling them to bring their ideas on the virtual table. On a similar note, Space Concordia was invited to participate in the Women in STEM Conference Week. This is a panel of professional women working in the aerospace industry. They range from old to young, and they have different you know, backgrounds and points of view, and they gave inspiring anecdotes and uh, valuable advice to their younger peers. And then furthermore, Space Concordia organized an event to have engineering students at Concordia pass down some of their knowledge to CGIP students and help those students out with their unanswered questions and, to a certain extent, their projects. And the last uh, major event I could think of, major activity, uh, accomplishment, however you want to call it, that I could think of, is we, uh, throughout the year, we had this Kids Design Challenge, and I think this was our most standout event. Um, Basically, multiple middle school classes competed to have the best engineered solution to an environmental dilemma. College-level students would teach these classes on project management and basic engineering principles, which would lead to the creation of young and fruitful solutions to today's problems. So I guess I should ask you, Jeremiah, this, uh, this girl's set comp, do you know how long this comp has been going on for? Is it a relatively new uh, you know, association? So I can't really give an answer, like an exact answer to that question, but I do know that last summer it was a very big success. So I find that this year, possibly, and you know, future years, outreach will definitely be trying to redo this event. Well, at the end of the day, what matters is that you know we're able to impact a lot of people, especially when they're young, and get them exposed to all these cool activities and like you know the space industry, which is like the future space. So the earlier we start, the better. And again, besides that, you know, you talked about that with like um, this elementary kids activity we had these college students passing down some uh some little uh problems like environmental dilemmas and like how do they solve that again the story start now getting your kids involved in these kind of like problems when they're older they have the solution so i think these are all amazing activities that uh arch has done and hopefully the, these guys uh continue it for the following years 
Yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, and it reminds me of how last year I took part, uh, and it's funny because it was around Halloween as well, um, because that's what's around the corner. Um, I took part in an event. It was called Spooky Nights. And basically, this was an online event that was done in collaboration with, you know, certain a couple of CGEPs, particularly John Abbott, and I think a couple of universities, including one from, like, Ontario. And I think maybe, I don't know, maybe two of them were from Ontario. I don't remember 100%. But uh, basically, myself and Timothée Clochard, who was last year's outreach uh, leader and the vice president external, uh, the two of us, we represented Space Concordia. And I remember clearly reading a short story. And the theme was like, like the main character was this like nine-year-old alien or something. Uh-oh. And uh, no, it wasn't like a scary story. It was just like, it was a, it was kind of a funny story. That's what it was supposed to be the theme. And nothing more really. Just like some like cheap like kid story. That's it. And the, is this the main character happened to be an alien or something? And that was it. Well- Hopefully the kids didn't get a nightmare that night. No, they didn't. It was not even, it was not scary, dude. Like it was just, it's literally, you could say the exact same thing on planet earth, except instead of saying, Oh, on some like random planet in like the distant future, some alien asked mommy this. And that's about it. Like it's one of those like kind of stories. And then, but what I do remember afterwards is that we did like a couple of cahoots and like, those were fun. I have to admit, uh, because you know, it wasn't just the kids who were playing, like the uh, the, the adults uh, who were, were playing as well. And like the organizers as well. And basically, I remember like I was doing it and I was like, you know, I, I didn't get all of them right. And I there was somewhere I kind of missed the mark. And I'm just sitting there thinking like there's a couple of like these kids who are like this one kid. Um, he just kept like consistently staying high, like number one. And it was kind of like I was sitting there thinking, is this guy just Googling the stuff? Like. As you know, all the answers, I think he's Googling this stuff. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> Maybe he was just super attentive to the story. No, it wasn't the story. It was specifically cahoots related to uh, space knowledge in general. That's what I'm oh, saying. Because okay. the short story was like not even five minutes long that right. I read. It I was just... Maybe that was going to be on the, on the cahoot. No, it was, the no, the cahoot was like more like space-themed stuff. And it was just kind of like... It was kind of funny watching this kid like get number once like consistently, and I'm like, "How's he getting all these rights? He must be googling these questions." <laughs> was there any like uh, prize or reward for being first? I don't remember. I don't think so, to be honest. Well, that's kind of unfortunate. You work hard for just uh, for what? Where's the extrinsic motivation? Oh well, that's how it is sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, a that was an interesting event. Um, is that going to continue on, uh, this year again? No, we don't have an event like that that's happening this year, but we do plan on reaching out to a few of the, uh, elementary schools that did agree to work with us this year to possibly have a little science activity around the time of Halloween. So it could be a little thing that's Halloween themed, but we're not going to have something that's at that level this year. It's a little late for that. Mm. But um, yeah, basically comparatively so far this year, outreach hasn't partaken in as, in as many activities as has last year, where we did a lot of those activities that we mentioned earlier, plus like a few other ones that were, that were kind of important. 
But this is because our main objectives for this year, the 2021-2022 year, have been centered around increasing the number of schools that we would invite to collaborate with for this year and for future years, and around strengthening our current relationships with the schools that we have collaborated with in the past. So in other words, I'm trying to, and to that extent, outreach is trying to like increase our repertoire in terms of our invited schools and basically increase our contact list. Because before we had about like 300 schools on the contact list, and I don't remember exactly, but we had like a certain amount. And in August, I remember I went to catalog these emails because the thing is, I when I was going to write the invitations to these schools, I'd assumed that, uh, this is so funny, like I'd assumed that the emails were all on the list, okay? But I go and I find that there's no freaking email there. And so I had to like look up all these freaking emails and I'm like, we're talking 300 schools here and like this is going to be taking me so long to do. And I did. So I did that. But while I was there, I was inspired to like, oh, you know, let's just complete this and let's complete that. And so in 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 terms of uh, of that, like we managed to, considering our goal of expanding the number of schools on our list, we managed to get it up to like 400 plus schools. So that's wow. another like 100 schools added to the list that I could think of. Well, as before, like that's impressive to go from 300 to 400 schools. And then since it's like this year's sort of um, objective, can you name some of the schools that you've been in contact with? I'm glad you asked me that, Andrew, because I prepared a list of the schools that are interested for this very purpose. Uh, yeah, so, so far, a total of 12 elementary schools and 11 high schools have agreed to work with us for the 2021-22 year. All right. The elementary schools in question are the Commission Scolaire Maghreb Bourgeois schools, Jonathan Wilson and Lantide, the English Montreal School Board schools, Bancroft, Cedarcrest, Edward Murphy, Leonardo da Vinci, Merton, and Royal Vale, the Lester B. Pearson School Board School of St. John Fisher, and the Sorfalori School Board schools, Hillcrest, Morin Heights, and Our Lady of Peace. The high schools in question are Collège Français, Collège Regina Assumpta, Faith School, the Commission Service Scolaire de Montréal Schools, École Internationale de Montréal, and Pierre Dupuis, the Commission Service Scolaire Pointe aux Îles School, Daniel Johnson, the Lester B. Pearson School Board Schools, La Salle Community Comprehensive, Pierre Font Comprehensive in Westwood, and the Sorofer Lay School Board Schools, Laval Junior and Saint Agathe. You said you said the Margaret Margaret Bourgeois. Uh, that's in Montreal, right? Uh, the school board, uh, the Commission Scolaire Margaret Bourgeois, is in the Montreal area. Yes, Jeremiah. Uh, just as like a side note, are you born in Montreal? Like, you know, like uh, how long affiliated are you with the city? Uh, personally, I live in Laval. I don't live in Montreal exactly. Um, and that's part of uh, what motivated me to like expand the list because when I looked at the, li- of the list initially, um, like 90, 95% of the schools on the list were on the island of Montreal. And as someone who lives in Laval, I wanted schools in Laval to have an opportunity to work with outreach going forward, which is why I made sure to add schools from the Commission Service Scolaire de Laval and the Sorofer Laurie School Board on the contact list back in August. 
From there, I also wanted to make sure that all elementary schools and high schools from any school board that was already on the contact list, which includes specialized schools, would be included on, all, on our contact list. And that's why I was able to expand it even more. And in consequence, Outreach has been able to invite English schools from the Sorfer School Board, from the Lanaudial and Laurentide regions on top of the Laval region. Mm-hmm. And we were able to invite uh, English schools from the Lesby Pearson School Board uh, from uh, Vaudreuil-Solange area. And uh, going forward, our, our goal and our hopes are to extend the contact list over the next few months, even further to include more English and French schools from the Lanaudial, Laurentide, and Montérégie regions. Well, I think that's very cool. Like you want to give back to your community, that kind of thing, give them the, the opportunity to, uh, to experience what you're experiencing now because Laval is a bit far. Not far, but you know, it's a bit out of the way. So it's good to have them involved. Well, honestly, it's not that too concerning for me because first of all, Laval is not that far when you think about it, like relatively. Like, because what's going to go on is we're having this Cosmodel event on Sunday and that's in Laval. And Laval for me, it's not that far far i mean well yes it's far like i have to accept that but like for me i get used to it it's fine and uh and also the other thing we have to keep in mind is that this year like last year and to a lesser extent the year before we're dealing with a lot of online stuff and activities and so as a result it's not gonna be too hurtful to reach out to saint agat for example um, it's not going to be too hurtful to reach out to a school in Vaudreuil, uh, Soulange, you know? It's, these distances is not that hurtful because a lot of the times we're going to be online anyway. So it's not going to be, it's not bad, you know? And it gives people an opportunity for on both sides because it gives people in these faraway places that would be in less contact with the Montreal-esque uh, sort of organizations, an opportunity to connect. And then meanwhile, on our end, it gives people who are so concentrated in Montreal a chance to broaden their horizons, their their Quebecois horizons, if you know what I mean, and like expand out to those kinds of regions. I think so. Even if it's just a few regions that are around Montreal. Um, and also over the next two months, uh, Outreach plans to invite CGEPs and universities that are already on the contact list to possibly collaborate with us for certain events like helping students out in the CGEPs or, you know, demonstrating to them possible, like, engineering paths uh, at university, et cetera. So, Jeremiah, that was very interesting about the schools, but I'm sure you've been working on on other uh, activities and projects. What else have you been working on? Again, uh, we haven't worked on much, but we actually have a couple of, like, standout projects that we've been working on uh for this year um mm-hmm. one of which that comes to mind is the stem kits project which is being led by vidisha patel intending to be a fun offline learning tool for kids each stem kit is slated to include puzzles coloring pages stickers bookmarks and the like and it's all themed around like space planets the faces of the moon the constellations and it's basically like those kinds of activities in like a big box sort of. And it's right now we've just have this prototype box. Um, and we plan on doing a more mass uh, produced box when we get the, uh, when we get kind of like the approval from the organization that we're working with. 
And the organization that we're working with, and this was uh, the tricky part, and I'll admit, like, I don't really, I'm not involved in this project. It's more Vidisha that's involved in this product, project. Um, but Vidi, she, um, she was able to contact uh, Les Scientifiques, and Les Scientifiques was able to show interest in the STEM kit project. And so what's going on is VD is, and the team, they basically have this prototype box and they send it to the scientific or they're sending it, uh, not 200% sure on the details. But um, once the scientific approves of the prototype box or if they have like a couple of corrections that they want to make and say like, we prefer to include this or not include this, uh, there'll be like an updated box and we're going to be able to mass produce these boxes, and at that point, Les Scientifiques will be able to promote it for outside sources. And the thing about Les Scientifiques is that they themselves, they're an organization that promotes STEM fields to girls between the ages of 8 and 17, especially from underprivileged backgrounds. I'm sorry, no, like, I'm not a scientist. Like, I'm not very good when it comes to, like, quantitative information. So all I could say about this note is that uh, whatever it is you guys are working on, I don't know much about it, but what I can say is that it's probably very important and it probably gonna, it's probably going to do something uh, beneficial to the community. I hope it does too. And uh, yeah, I, I hope it does. And I hope it, that kind of reminds me back to what I was saying before about the Cosmodome in Laval. Um, mm-hmm. That's another event that's actually happening this Sunday. And uh, this is one that I really have my hands in and this is what's been keeping me busy the past two weeks. Uh, because what's going on is, and this is personal to me too, because the thing about the Cosmodome is it is in Laval. And so it, it's home to me, like mm-hmm. it's very close to home. And so uh, what's going to go on is Space Concordia is going to be presenting at the Dimanche Erro, which is at the Cosmodome and it's taking place this Sunday. Um, the spacecraft division has a presentation planned along with a demonstration of their Alexander CubeSat that they released last year and uh, interactive games for the kids to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, The Space Health Division has a presentation plan as well. However, with them, they also have a possible demonstration of a mixed reality headset. Um, I might be wrong on a couple of details here. I don't have all the information, but uh, I'm in contact with the leads of these divisions. And then meanwhile, it's unclear if the robotics division will attend the event themselves, but I was informed by their project manager that if they do attend the event, they actually plan on bringing a rover that they're, they've just finished or that they're working on, and they will right. demonstrate their work to the audience. And the interesting thing about this uh, rover is that it's like 1.3 meters long, and so it's going to require a bit of space, but we got the approval from the Cosmodome to run it but the question is are they going to show up or not that i'm not sure like that we're gonna have to see um but that's it i'm really looking forward to the cosmodome event that's taking place this sunday um because i'm going to be there but uh i'm not exactly presenting myself uh it's more the other divisions that are presenting but i'm going to be there anyway uh to help out and uh to i guess sort of introduce everybody but that's about it like but i'm really looking forward to this this is something that I'm excited about. Well, fingers crossed that it all worked well. We'll we'll get the rover to show up. Actually, I thought back on the uh, on, on the STEM kit initiative. Um, do you enjoy doing puzzles, Jeremiah? 
Because uh, I'm not yeah. at all. Sorry? Like, or do you enjoy doing puzzles? No, I'm saying, what were you saying about yourself? Better. You said, like, you don't enjoy doing puzzles at all? No, I'm not really good at it, so I don't really enjoy it. <laughs> it's very time-consuming, and you, don't, you, you can't fit in the right place. It's, uh, it's a bit of a hassle, but it's like, whenever I go to the store and I see those boxes, like, I think um, there is this genre where there is no image. Like, you're given materials, and you got to make it yourself. Like, find out what it looks like. And like if I had that, I'd be it'd be very hard to do. <laughs> is that kind of like a, is it one of those jigsaw puzzles? But the thing is, the it comes mixed, and you don't know the solution on the box. Is that what you're trying to tell yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, it's like it's all mixed, and then you gotta figure out yourself. And that'd be impossible for me to do. I don't have that willpower. Well, I think I think I'd be able to do because the thing is, the willpower itself, like. You can, like, I remember, I, n- I never did this puzzle, but I remember, like, I have this puzzle, and it's basically, like, a shot of the water or something. It's, like, it's basically, like, the colors, are they're all, like, different shades of blue, but it's all pretty much dark blue regardless, so it's hard to, like, do that puzzle, you know what I mean? It's like it was mm-hmm. intentionally designed just to screw with you, and it's, like, 720 pieces to do. The thing is, at the end of the day, like, if you give me the time, like, if I have put, if I put myself in a room... And I told myself I can't leave until I finish it. You bet I'm going to finish it. Like, it's possible, you know? Like, I can do it. It's just the question is, will it take me... I've never done that puzzle itself. So will it take me... Will it take me one hour, two hours, three hours? We'll see. And, you know, maybe one day I'll actually get that puzzle out and actually try it. You know, just for the hell of it. But as far as puzzles are concerned, one kind of puzzle that I do like is uh, Sudoku. Um mm. Pretty much every year, like I get a Sudoku book for Christmas or something, and I, I just do it like once a day or twice a day. Like I do these Sudoku puzzles, especially the harder ones, and it's a good challenge for my brain. Um, that's that's um, but yeah, those are the kinds of puzzles I like: Sudoku puzzles and uh, like the more basic ones, like word searches. I'm not really into those as much because I find it's not exactly like. It's not something that really has to crack my brain. This is more just like looking for words, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, um, what about you? You really you really don't like puzzles, man? Like you're really not that good at them? Okay. I'm not good at them. Maybe because I was young and I like it. Like as you get older, it becomes like this reinforced concept of like, I didn't do it as young. I don't like it. I never will like it. But I don't know. It's like if you have maybe a, a big puzzle set, like big pieces maybe be a bit easier to handle, but if it's the small pieces you see at the store, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I guess like so. You're uh, you're meshing uh, Sudoku. I just kind of like those math puzzles. Forget it. Yeah, I'm not a math guy to begin with, so it's like you throw in a puzzle. I'm out. What about <laughs> memory games? Like, are you able to uh, like, you know those? You know the memory game where you have to flip two cards and if they match, they're good. But are you good at that uh, at least? Yeah, that that one I, I do enjoy. In fact, actually, with my um, I, I have a sibling, and what we do to keep our brains sharp, and I feel I feel like many people do this, but maybe not as much. Is that we usually watch movies together. Like we've seen a lot of movies in the past, and we watch them to this day. And sometimes we will throw out a line, and we have to remember where that line was said from, like which movie. And so sometimes it could be like very far back, like five years ago, two years ago, last year, yesterday night, you got to remember the line. It's like, you can make it hard by picking a line that's like very obvious or a line that's very like, 
locale, not very well known. And then you got to really guess it, think about it. Who could have said it? When it said like that, your brain is just scrambling to find it. And, uh, you know, it's funny when you can think it, say it, and then, you know, keep on going. Who, who, who can get more lines right than the other one? I see. That's uh, That sounds interesting. Um, but, uh, you know, the list of schools that I mentioned before, did you uh, go to one of those schools just by curiosity? No, so I'm not from Montreal, but you said uh, Marguerite Bourgeois. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went to a school called St. Marguerite Bourgeois when I was in uh, grade three to grade six in Ontario. So it's funny. I felt like there was that, that school, but I'm guessing it's that, that board perhaps. And maybe they have a school in uh, Ontario, one that I went to, because I don't know how many Marguerite Bourgeois école there are in uh, Canada, but, you know. For me, it was one in Ontario. Yeah, like I'm assuming there are a lot of schools called Marguerite Bourgeois in Quebec, to be honest. Like, like she is an important historical figure. And then meanwhile, um, what I was referring to was not the school, but I was referring to the school board. Uh, it's a French school board um, in the southern Montreal area, mostly. Right. Or maybe it's all Montreal. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, it's a French language school board. Uh, meanwhile, I looked at the list. Uh, like when I was inviting these schools, I even invited like, like I told you, I invited everybody from the Sorofolari school board. And so one of the schools that did accept was the school that I went to high school for sec one and sec two, uh, Laval Junior Academy. But I like to put the academy in quotes because like, um, like I, I used to attend it back when it was called Mother Teresa Junior High School, but then they did a merge. And uh, mm-hmm. now it's the Laval Junior Academy. But uh, the thing is, I kind of un- feel uncomfortable calling it an academy because I don't really see it as an academy. I don't think it's that that high level of quality. So I put it in quotes all the time when I call it academy. <laughs> um, like even even like uh, I think if, if you look at the uh, Excel sheet, like I'm, I might have even put it like in quotes academy like this, you know, but it doesn't matter. The point is... Um, it's uh, it would be, it's kind of nice to kind of get in touch with those people again, um, if we are gonna take it seriously that connection, because I might bump into a couple of science teachers that I had while I was there, and that would be interesting to see. Um, and then meanwhile, um, the thing of, the thing about these schools is that we're kind of getting like an like a mixed bag of all types here. Like it's interesting because like I've had some teachers write to me saying that they want to work with us, but that, like the students are you know, grade one, grade two level. And then I had some where the, the students were grade five, grade six level, um, some early high school, some late high school. And then I had a couple where it was like, it was, um, it was kind of a mixed bag. And then I, like, I even had one where um, this was a woman at a French school. I forgot which one it was exactly, but uh, she said um, that her class, they're all on the autism spectrum, which I found was interesting. And uh, the thing, the thing that makes it kind of like more interesting is that like, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I'm uh, Asperger's by the way. So that's something that I could connect to if I was the one who would, you know, present our stuff to them. So there's that kind of connection, mm-hmm. but yeah, like I'm really looking forward to the team uh, working with these schools. Um, this is going to be exciting for the next year and for, our projects because that's what our main goal for, is for this year because last year we did a lot of projects and we had a lot of schools too but this year 
what we're doing is we're increasing the number of schools on our list. And now next year, we're going to be doing back to doing more projects, but we're also going to have a lot of schools on the list next year as a result of what we're doing this year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just uh, before we kind of move on, uh, I just want to let everybody know that as the leader of outreach, we are always looking for new members of outreach. And uh, we would be happy to take you on board and for you guys to work with us. Well, again, right now I'm working uh, as some sort of assistant to the VP of marketing and then the VP of uh, you know uh, affairs and also, I suppose, um, working with the president. So, you know, right now I, I got a handful working with them and trying to figure out some, uh, some event we're trying to do for uh, next semester. But obviously it's like, if you're looking to be involved, there's no better place to get involved than first starting an outreach. You get, get access to all the events, meet people and from there, you know, you can uh, just develop and grow. Like if I was to do it again, I would uh, start an outreach myself. That's an interesting uh, anecdote, uh, Andrew. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, we're done here for today, to be honest. Uh, but before we sign off, we would like for everybody here to listen to an announcement from Irina Stroika of Swicey Concordia. Hello, everyone. My name is Irina Stroika, and I'm the president of Swice Concordia. So Swice is the Society of Women in Space Exploration, and it is a student-run group who promotes and encourages more women diversity and inclusion in multidisciplinary fields of space exploration. So the Concordia University chapter is actually the first Canadian chapter of SWISE, and it was founded with the vision of inspiring minority groups and the younger generation in the Montreal area to discover the beauty of space exploration and also get involved in the field. So we plan lots of fun personal and professional development events. Uh, please send us a message on our Instagram at spies.concordia if you love space too and you want to get involved. So Jeremiah, on that note, did you know that Spice's chapter at Concordia is the first of its kind in Canada? Uh, yeah, I knew that actually. And I'm hoping that Spice can have a, a fruitful future in the rest of Canada. Well, on that note, we'd like to thank our listeners for taking the time to launch with us on this week's podcast. Come check us out on our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, and the links will be down in the description below. Ad Astra! Ad Astra.